Olympics as the Olympics uh, begin on Friday. Again, Jerry Hill and I have uh, collaborated, getting interviews, and you'll hear both Jerry and I uh, work together on the interviews all this week. And we begin with John Pierce, who is uh, an Australian. He's a member of the Australian men's tennis Olympic team, and this kicks off our series of Baylor Olympians this week. Pleased to welcome in now another Baylor representative in the Olympics coming up. John Piers, formerly with Baylor Men's Tennis, joins us. And as we connect via Zoom, John, who is Australian, is actually in, uh, in England, in the UK. But John, we appreciate you being with us. Congratulations on making the Olympic team. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, great to be on, on, on with you boys. John, uh, you, you made it there in 2016 to Brazil. What was that experience like and what did that mean for you to represent Australia? Uh, the Olympics has always been a childhood dream of mine growing up, being able to watch the Olympia, Olympic athletes, seeing Sydney 2000 in Australia and just any time you get to represent your country and for me wearing the green and gold is just a huge honour and even when I talk about it, it, just gives me a little chills down the back of my spine, just as I probably just try and come to grips that now I'm actually going to be a two-time Olympian and to be able to rub shoulders with some of the other amazing athletes that, yeah, this is a pinnacle. This is that they get one chance every four years. Uh, we're lucky enough to be in a sport which plays year round, calendar, calendar year after calendar year. And we have a lot of big events year round, but to be able to see these other athletes that, they get one shot every four years. It's just something really special and something I'm really honoured to be able to do and be able to call myself a two-time Olympian is something just amazing. What do you remember about the Sydney Olympics? Were you, were you around then? Did you go to any of those? No, unfortunately, I didn't get to go to any of them, but just the hype and just the, the happiness it brings people and just to be able to see such a large sporting event go on and I mean, I remember Kathy Freeman doing what she did in the 400 individual uh, metres was just something a whole of Australia got behind. And I know you can probably talk to any of the athletes and they'll have memories from different athletes from their country. And just what they did was just something so unique, so special. And it just brings so many people together in such probably, especially now, needy times that bring more people together. John, it's as you said, it's an honor. It's it's great to represent your country. It's a little bit of a sacrifice, I think, though, just because, like you said, your sport is year round. I mean, this is, you know, you're almost sacrificing, I feel like, a little bit to go play in the Olympics when there's not really a lot on the line monetarily, right? No, not, not much monetary-wise, but, I mean, to be able to go have a chance to win the Olympic medal, which you get one shot every four years, is just something which we don't get to do often. And I mean, we get lucky enough, we get four Grand Slams a year, and but only one Olympics every four years. And so to be able to try and go and win an Olympic medal is something really special. And I know there's a few things you always want to try and achieve in, in, your, in your sport when you're trying to do anything. And for me, one of them was actually Olympic medal as well. So to be able to get another opportunity to try and have a crack at that is just really a huge honor. And I haven't seen the draw or anything. Are you playing with Luke or who, who are you playing with on the Australian team? I'm playing with Alex Demonar. Okay. So it should be a bit of fun. And I've played a few times with him already and see if we can get the little fella up and about because I know he's, uh, he's a crowd favorite and always does a few special things, even on the singles and doubles court. Okay. 
what's the lead up like? What what's uh, the path you know that gets you to when you finally get there and compete in Tokyo? Yeah, so in London at the moment, just um, sort of hanging out and avoiding getting COVID because we test three days, last three days before we go to Tokyo, fly Friday to Tokyo. And then once we get there, test, isolate until the results come back and then full training ahead before we start the following, I think Monday, I think it is. But yeah, we get amongst a few of the boys are on my flight from London to Tokyo and yeah, just get ready to get rolling and represent Australia and do the, do our country proud. Has, uh, have you survived COVID okay? Has it knocked you down at any point? No, touch wood and fingers crossed I haven't actually caught COVID. I mean, been traveling on the road a lot since probably August 2019. And to be able to avoid it so far is just something which you sort of scratch your head at and very fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed we can continue that. And from there, we go to America after, after Tokyo. John, what was last year like for you when pretty much everything shut down? I guess there weren't any tournament, any pro tournaments for a long stretch there. What did you do during that stretch and how did you just kind of survive it, I guess? I went back, I was back home in Perth with a family and we we're lucky enough that Perth, especially even Australia, had very minimal COVID at all. And we we're only in lockdown for a few weeks in Perth, so we we're lucky enough. But I just spent a lot of time with the family got two young daughters under four and lovely wife and just sort of spent family time. We don't normally get three months off in the middle of the year, let alone end of a year each year. So for me to be able to get that home time recharge, get some great training under the belt and just use it as an opportunity just to reset and probably refresh everything. Cause I know once I started traveling again, it was, everything was a bit too foreign. So I'm not used to being off the road for that long as you could call it. So it was certainly a shock to the system once I got back on the road with the new protocols and everything we had to adjust to. And that's an ever moving evolution each week, I feel. And, but no, it was certainly an experience, which I think I certainly made the most of to be able to recharge and just refresh the body and mind really. Unfortunately, uh, your family won't be able to go to Tokyo to support you there in person and now no fans at all there. What do you think that's going to be like? I'm unsure to be honest because I think if it's going to be a catch-22 if we can actually go and watch the other athletes support you may actually have a little bit from your other countries coming out to watch but we may be restricted and not be able to do that so there's a few unknowns with what that's going to happen but I feel as though going off what Rio was like we were able to support definitely your own teammates in your own sport so you're each you get out there you support each other you do what you can I mean we've been on the road dealing with not many fans if none through the whole time especially once we started back playing and it's certainly a different eerie feeling and I know to be able to have full crowds back into Wimbledon was something special and something we really missed out on and I know sports miss that massive element of what the crowd can have an involvement of not just a result but how good the how good an event it can be to watch again and be a part of so I think it's just the unknown we'll just have to wait and see and just play it by ear and just see what see what unfolds and just do what we can with the best situation we've got. John, uh, when you left Baylor, was there an idea in your head that you were probably going to focus on doubles or was that something that just happened? Uh, I got, No, I gave singles a crack straight away, but gave myself probably 12 months to two years to go, all right, let's see what I can do and where I can get to. And 
12 months after leaving Baylor, I got an opportunity to play Wimbledon and just sort of gave me a taste of what the big events were like straight away. And for me, I knew by that point, I knew that was my best chance was just focusing on doubles. And I made that decision very quickly to know, okay, well, I've got to support myself out here. Getting in the big events was the quickest and best way to be able to do that. And luckily, just never looked back and just kept going with doubles. And now sort of scratch my head with how many years I've actually been on tour for. So just to keep rolling and keep uh, keep everything fresh is probably the biggest thing. What is it about your game? I mean, you're one of the best in the world in doubles. What is it about your game that translates so well into doubles play? Uh, not sure. Maybe just been a little bit lucky as a child to play a lot of doubles and just develop a game where try and serve big, go after the ball, and just enjoy being at the net, but also actually enjoy having a teammate next to me. And that's a big part of doubles, just gelling and combining with your partner. And I know that can be a little bit unsafe how important that can be, especially in big moments, knowing what you need to say to your partner or not what to say or just how to set them up. And to be able to gel, it becomes like a marriage and you spend that much time together that you know when it be the when the things get tough, you want to get going and be able to come out of it on the other side so much more better and stronger together from the experience. But until you get into those situations together, you sort of don't know how each other will react, which is always the unknown, but also the known fact of what a developed team has got. You you seem to be able to go from one partner to the next too. I mean, I know you had Jamie there for a long time, but you've kind of yeah. gone from one partner. Is that just your flexibility? Is that just finding the right fit? What, what is that? I think it's a little bit of finding the right fit, but also just having the understanding that everyone's slightly different and you just try and bring out the best of each person of what their strengths are. And if I can feed their strengths, it makes, it makes the transition a lot easier, for, but not only the partnership, but how each other responds to certain situations. And if I can get the best out of my partner, it's normally... You try and pick a good partner and that's 90% of the battle in doubles. So for me to be able to hopefully be able to continue doing that is something that should be a lot of fun and just see what we can ride the wave a little bit and get some results going. I think you touched on this right at the beginning, but, but what does it mean to represent your country, to represent Australia on this huge stage like the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, any, any opportunity for me, I get to wear the green and gold and represent Australia is something I'll put my hand up for every time. And Luckily enough that Olympics is around this year. We're all very disappointed we couldn't go last year because I know everyone was priming, ready to go, and it was going to be such an amazing event and spectacle to be able to get to. But any time for me to be able to go to HP Cup, Davis Cup, Olympics, wear the green and gold and represent Australia is just a huge honour. And I cherish every time I get to wear the green and gold because it's not every day we get to do it. So it's something that I'm really excited and passionate to do. So you got to wear the green and gold here too at Baylor. What what did that made year perfect yeah. transition for? <laughs> right. What did, what did that I year do it. for you um, in terms of maybe preparing you for that next level? Oh, Baylor set me up just ready to be able to handle tour life a lot quicker and easier, and the adjustment was pretty smooth and understanding, which was good. I mean, I had Roberto Martin as well coming out and playing a few events straight away, so it was able to be able to have the guys to rely on and just chat to as you go through. And I mean, I still chatted to Benny Becker, Lars Bershka, Dorsch, and those boys that went through it before me, but it's such a, Baylor's such a great family to be a part of and have the past players and support to be able to lean on whenever you need it, 
we're all over the world. We're always keeping track of each other, even up until today. I mean, I mean, I was speaking the lens a few weeks ago, and we're always just checking on each other and just whether you, it doesn't matter how far away you step away or how long you're a part of the family for, you're always a Baylor Bear for life. And that's probably the biggest thing people don't understand about the Baylor community, how good it is. That's great to hear. So you're from Australia. You're in England right now. Jerry here, Jerry uh, thinks that he has a pretty good English accent bordering on Australian. Yeah. Could you, could you kind of rate his fake accent? Go, Jerry. All right, let's see what you got. All right, okay. John. Um, listen, we are so uh, excited that you were able to join us today. Um, just excited to follow you in the Olympics and, and just, you know, cheer for you along the way for the green and gold. Um, John, it has been such a pleasure uh, to, to just share a few minutes with a mate like you. Definitely more English than Aussie, that's all. I, I know. I kind of go from one to the other. Exactly. Definitely more English, though. I'd stick to saying it's English over Australian. <laughs> he got mate in there. That was good, though, right? Exactly. He tried to go the Aussie thing with saying mate, <laughs> more English, the accent. Well, I started to go with Barbie, but I just thought that was just too too easy, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, uh, now, Jerry will be walking around the hallways <laughs> in that accent here for weeks. Okay. <laughs> It, I feel it, sorry for anyone that's going to catch up. Yeah, no, we're kind of used to it. Hey, it's great to visit with yeah. you and uh, great to catch up with you and wish you nothing but the best. We're really proud of you. So fling uh, that green and gold yeah. of Baylor and the green and gold of Australia and uh, good luck in the Olympics. Perfect. Thanks for having me, boys. Sick and best. That is John Pierce out of Baylor, an Olympian for Australia. He was here just one year, transferred to Baylor from Middle Tennessee State. 2011 was the year he was at Baylor, helped Baylor win the Big 12 regular season championship. He and doubles teamed with uh, Roberto Maitin to win uh, doubles All-America honors. He was ranked that year number five in the nation in doubles and number 21 in singles. So a short but a spectacular.